If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you suck, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. Patrick Kane. And Adam Scott. Hello. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. So, uh, it's been a while since we were together. Just uh, wondered what people have been playing. Um, I'm particularly interested in this game that has sort of made me feel as though I live on my own, called uh, Ark Survival. (laughs) It, it's it's called Ark Survival Evolved. Um. <clears throat> yes. What would you like to is know it, about it? Is this the dinosaur one? It is the dinosaur one. Uh, my yeah. uh, my boys have been watching that on uh, iBallistic Squid's YouTube feed. Have they? Oh right. Is, early, is, it, is it early access still? Very much so. Yes. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It is. So yeah, is it? What I've seen. <clears throat> is it like the forest with dinosaurs? Uh, no, it's like rust with dinosaurs. It's, right. it's oh. it is absolutely a tree puncher. It's definitely a tree puncher, um, <laughs> but it's using UE4, so it looks beautiful, but it's not optimized. So it runs on my machine with a 970 and an i7499K, about 20 frames. <clears throat> wow! On medium to low settings, that's improved over the last couple of weeks. Um, you wanted an indication of how good it is. It was released during a week I had off, uh, and I played. It was released on the Wednesday of that week, and I played forty-one hours that week. <coughs> wow! Yeah. yeah, which is a bit um, sad and tragic. However, <coughs> what really made it for me was <coughs> within about twenty minutes of joining the game, I found a couple of guys who just met up on the beach, as us young fellows do, uh, and we subsequently formed a whatever the guild thing is called there, a tribe, it's called a tribe, um, and proceeded to start constructing our own base, um, which was great. They were off taming dinosaurs and doing crazy shit, and I was just being constructive, building wooden walls and like a massive gate thing around it and stuff. And I love that, because I needed to switch off, and it was certainly switch-off stuff. But it, it is the same as Rust. It's the same as... It's like Reign of Kings without the king bit. <clears throat> or the jibs. Yeah, uh, all the torturing, all the beheadings and stuff. Um, but it, it has dinosaurs in it, and the dinosaurs are beautifully <clears throat> realised. There is, a, there's so many people that join the server and say, "Wow, I wish I had Jurassic Park music playing." Because when you walk <laughs> under a brontosaurus, it's just, "Wow, I really wish I had the music." Playing. So, what's <clears throat> the premise then? Are you a, a time traveller, or is this a lost island with lots of? I'm not entirely really sure what the premise is. I, I haven't is really one? looked into the law. I, I tend to ignore <clears throat> all of that anyway. Um, but you have this thing on your wrist, 
that acts as a UI to, for the crafting menu and stuff and bits. So when you open your UI, it comes from this little diamond shape on your wrist. So right. there's some premise there. And these, there's these mammoth... Uh, I was going to say mammoth erections, but that would be the wrong thing to say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's like these floating um, <clears throat> structures over the island that are... Uh, there's random ones that appear that you can go and you, they provide loot at the base of them and there's other ones that I don't really know what they're for yet uh, and the idea is you just build shit that's the idea you build shit and hope other people don't knock your shit down again I've been very lucky in that the server I was on was kind of private it was one of the guys I met's brother's mate um, but there, there was no PvP so we just got in fought the dinosaurs built our base built it more, trained more dinosaurs, tamed more dinosaurs. <clears throat> yeah, there it's, no, it's pretty awesome it, riding around on a raptor, really. Is there no <sighs> PvP because that's a game design element, or is there no PvP no. because you haven't met any tossers yet? The, the latter. In, in right. most... It, it, yeah. By all accounts, it's very much like Crust, where you will spend days and days building this incredible structure, and some fucker will come along and knock the legs out, and that's three days' worth, <laughs> of, worth of work gone. And that happens all the time in ARK as well, by all accounts. But I've been very lucky in that <clears throat> this server doesn't really have any of that. <clears throat> so oh, just... and that's kind of a good thing, right? It, what, that, the, the PvP that, stuff? That fear of losing <clears throat> stuff. That, it that's... is, but that's what made me stop playing Rust, where I, I did a similar thing to this, played about 40 hours in a week, in a week off, and then, you know, real life got in the way. Yeah. I went back a couple of weeks later, and <clears throat> all of my shit was just destroyed. <clears throat> <clears throat> Which is, and that's fine, but... I kind of just want to do something and not have to keep doing it over and over again because yeah. I've got a job and that's the same shit over and over again. So I'd rather... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know I play BF4 and Elite Dangerous is a bit of a grind and there's MMOs that are, that are a grind, but they are all moving forward. You don't necessarily go back and start doing stuff in the in the forest outside Stormwind every time you play WoW. Um, so I, eventually I, I haven't played it for a while. I think the server's gone down. I've been playing other stuff, but... For an early access game, it looked beautiful and the gameplay was great. And it, if anybody was worried that it would be like <clears throat> the other dinosaur one that was kickstarted and then fell apart, what was that called? Savage Land. You know, do you know the one I mean? Yeah, I know the one you mean. I can't remember what it's called. <clears throat> it's in my sodding steam somewhere, gathering dust because it's just stopped. <clears throat> Stomping oh, Land. Uh, Stomp yeah, so Stomping Land's got got early, got kickstarted, um, went into early access, and then the developer just went away. So he's taken my money and run. Went holiday. Probably. Perils <coughs> of crowdfunding. But this is uh, this is certainly proving that dinosaurs work. You can fly pterodons and stuff. You can uh, saddle up megalodons and uh, treat them like boats. Uh, it's yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. If you if you have time to punch trees, it's good fun. I've watched this being played, um, and uh, what I saw was uh, a base was being defended by having like a wooden fence around it. Inside that perimeter were like about eight other dinosaurs that had been trained, uh, that and they had a, a ramp that they could like live in. Um, and then and then there was like a, another base inside that and then inside that was like a metal box that they that they all log off in and yeah uh, it's like that's where you keep all your valuable stuff yes <laughs> um, but yeah I also saw uh, there was an exchange between 
my housemate playing and another random character and they were attempting to pick him pick him up with a flying pterodactyl thing yep. and drop him off a mountain <laughs> 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 so that's the sort of thing you can do in it but yes. yeah it seems definitely like um a bit of a time sink i haven't really seen much of my housemate like for the last two weeks because he's just playing this all the time there is so. there's some mention on some forums that it sold more than daisy did in its first couple of days or weeks <clears throat> it's been it's been 10 days I think it'll be two weeks on Wednesday it's been released. And it's, yeah. it's sold a fuck ton, which is a unit of measurement, apparently. Yeah. Now, I just wonder if everyone, anyone will still be playing it mm. once it's like out of alpha, or if it ever will be out of alpha. It's well, yeah, I think if it's good, then people will. <clears throat> There's an awful lot of people like you and me that don't really do early access games. So. Yeah, well, I, I think in some ways it's kind of... It's like, well, we've got it to this point, and... Uh, you know, it's going to take a lot to finish it, so people are, you know, mm. buying a unfinished game. But there's clearly a lot in there no, uh, to get on with. So I understand those concerns, and I understand the the time limitations. But the developers have been ruddy awesome with patching <coughs> stuff. They, for the first, uh, I think, until yesterday, they were doing two patches a day, and they weren't mm. just fixing the doors not locking. They were it was massive patches fixing frame rate and adding stuff and all the things that you would want from a, an early access game. They were hands-on and even the forest doesn't update. They update, I think once a month hmm. and that's a smaller game and, but there is a smaller team and I think there's only five or six of them doing this or it's not a massive, it's not rockstar making this, but they are yeah. updating daily and they're doing good, positive things. They're really engaging with the community as well. So, what what really puts me off though is seeing all these reviews on Steam of people that have played a hundred a hundred hours and giving it a shit review. It's like that's so not encouraging to me. Yeah, but aren't they those those ironic what, joke uh, reviews where a four hundred hours rubbish mm. don't avoid? You know? Yeah, <laughs> what? exactly. Maybe maybe yeah. they are. Thanks maybe for your helpful they, input, you <clears throat> prick. It may also yeah. be somebody who spent 100 hours building an amazing base into the clouds and some dinosaurs come along, got glitched into his <coughs> glitched into his thing and just smashed it all up. Wow. Or they so, spent all that time and gone, what the fuck was I doing, yeah. that sort of thing. Or just, oh, I'm so angry the game didn't work. The early access yeah. Yeah. bit was a... Yeah. And they have a massive early access sign. It's bigger than the DayZ one on the way in. Saying, we're early yeah. access. Stop now. But no, it's good. So, I don't no, think I'd ever yeah. write a bad review about anything I spent 100 hours doing. No. I wouldn't do anything for 100 hours if I was going to write a bad review about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, even fuck? if you get burned, it's like, you were doing that for 100 hours. Like, what were you sake. doing? You'd spend 100 hours going, this is fucking shit. I hate it. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, we better move on then. Uh, who wants to go next? Anyone? I've been playing Project Cars. Project Cars? <laughs> yeah. How's that working oh, it's out? It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Um, yeah, so it's... um Project Cars, if you if you don't know about it, it's, it's like, it's basically the next big car sim. Um, it's, it's sort of been billed as like the... the the, like the first sort of like real next gen racing sim and 
<clears throat> and it is absolutely awesome. I've only sunk about, about an hour and a half, hour and a half into it. I've done a few races and done a few practice laps and stuff like that. Um, it looks absolutely gorgeous, like stunning looking game. Definitely the best looking racing game I've ever played. Um, in and it's like iRacing w was an incredibly realistic simulator. Um, and Assetto Corsa had the same thing going for it. And, and with those sort of games, like if you if you throw like your concentration and if you throw a certain amount of time and a certain amount of dedication like you're you're eventually rewarded because what's something something that's like really really fucking difficult eventually becomes a beatable obstacle and that's that's where you get the kind of sense of reward and also there's like the kind of the, the general fun of driving at high speeds in vr but project cars was immediately fun like fucking immediately the second the second the lights go it's just fun um you know it, partly because it, it, it's it is quite a it's quite a step above the others in, in terms of visuals it's it's got it's got the kind of next gen porn <laughs> you know graphic porn to it the like you know you've got these kind of beautiful weather effects of like when it, when it's raining and stuff you've got all these droplets coming down it's super realistic um really nicely textured tracks um perfect scale cockpits which are really well textured and drawn as well so it, it, the the kind of lighting effects as 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 the the the, the light goes across like the, the gloved hands and stuff this it's super like presence inducing like just the the, um, the level of detail in 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 the in the cars is awesome and it, it's the these these sims are kind of like a unique thing at the moment is that they're kind of like they're kind of like a, a glimpse into what like high-end VR will be in a few years when 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 we're you know really kind of trying to corner that realism that kind of photorealism sims sort of do that in a cheaty way now and it's really it's really cool to have those kind of experiences they are sort of like the only hardcore VR experiences if that makes sense because they're, they're kind of doing a super good job of emulating a, a real virtual experience rather than it being Rather than it being, you know, different reality, it is really virtual reality, and it's it's fucking cool. It's just really, really exciting to play. So many tracks, so many cars. Uh, last night, um, I was doing, um, I was burning around Brands Hatch in a thunderstorm in a go kart. In this most <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fun racing game. Did you, did you, were you played. able to choose all of those parameters, or did you yeah, just you can just okay. choose whatever yeah. you want. You can do practice laps in any of the cars and any of the any was, of the tracks. Was everybody else in a go kart, or just you? Uh, that was I was just doing on my own. But you oh, can okay. just set up AI races as well with 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 any of the tracks in any of the cars. So yeah, you can do that. Um, the some of the criticisms I've read about it, and there's very very few. Um, there's some people have said that the AI isn't very smart yet, um, which is possibly true because I'm I'm finding it a bit easier to do well in races than I have in the other two in the, in the Seto Corsa and iRacing. As fun as they were, I did spend a lot of those races behind a lot of other cars and more <laughs> more frequently not even seeing the cars because I you know I just completely. Killed myself on a corner and never right. caught up with anyone. But that isn't happening on Project Cars. It's, uh, I, I think they've they've done a really good job, and probably because they, they're targeting multiple platforms because it's PS4 and Xbox as well. 
they've done a really good job of just making it work on all the controllers. So, you know, with an Xbox controller, you can have like, you can have a semi-simmy experience, but it's kind of a bit arcadey as well. And, and it, it's just instant fun. It's not, it's not punishing in the way that some other sim stuff is. Right. It's just fucking good fun. And yeah. I haven't even got it on like the easiest level. I've, I've got like most of the driver aids turned off. So you could make it even more kind of arcadey if that was your, uh, your you, cup of have tea. Have you been using it with your butt kicker, your driving wheel and your yeah. fan? <clears throat> and no, you, no. Do I, you think I, they I, are, I, are they a necessity for it to be fun? No, I actually, <laughs> I have been using the butt kicker and I, because I, I can't do sims without the butt kicker. It just, it just adds so much. But the, the, mm. I, I, I haven't, um, I haven't d- used my wheel yet or the fan um, just because I haven't had time to set it up. But um, no, I've been playing with an Xbox controller, completely wow. fucking playable. Um, yeah, okay. absolutely great. Um, if you, it, I, I, I picked up on the Steam sale. It's normally like about 40 quid and I got it for like 20 Two yeah. or something. Steam sales uh, finished. I think it, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's going. Well, it definitely will be by the time this goes out. Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I I'd have to say that that um, rainy um, go karting experience around Brands Hatch is probably worth twenty quid in its own. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was, I'm definitely happy with it. It's. Um, it, I, I I kind of suspected a long time ago that this was going to be you know like the one driving game that you really need if. If, if, if you want to do VR racing and you, that's that's definitely what how I'm feeling about it with and, my short uh, time with it anyway have you had to turn much down uh, no VR? not a huge amount no um, most things are on high I turned off stuff like um, I turned some of the particle effects down a little bit I think but no it's, it's pretty smooth and I think I, I, I bought it just after there was a little update um, which apparently did lo- loads for performance um, it, it runs better than Assetto Corsa did last time I played Assetto Corsa. Bigger, much bigger team though, so kind of to be expected. But um, yeah, I think they've dropped. They were <clears> going to do a Wii U version, but I think they've just canned that. Yeah, or that's it's on hold. They said, but it's going to be, be a little bit out. ambitious. It is a gorgeous game, a yeah. really beautiful game. Um, and 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 like like I say every time I talk about these sins, I literally have no interest in cars. Whatsoever, <laughs> I find them quite boring. But I, I like, I like driving, and I, I, and driving cars fast is is fun, and it's yeah, um, well, like yeah, when you, uh, the VR is kind of uh, opening up these genres, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, more like, accessible. Like, traditionally, when you were appealing. doing like that kind of that kind of racing sim stuff, because you didn't really feel the the speed on a screen. It was all about like your ma- like like I was saying like your concentration on it. So it was like you you having to be really kind of focused and in the zone, and that's how you got your enjoyment out of that. That's how you felt the the kind of presence of the experience. But when you've got it flying past you, you don't have to fucking do that. It's just fast, and some of those cars are really fucking hilariously fast. Um, and riding on driving them on the wrong track can have some pretty funny results but yeah it's so much fun it's a, it's a really really good game um and yeah like like i say even if you don't if you're not really interested in cars and you just want a fun vr racing game that is a fucking fun re- vr racing game do you think it would be fun without the vr cool. uh i would imagine so yeah i haven't tried it yet but um yeah. I, so more for people who are already you I, I, know. So if I if I was if I had a PS4 and I wanted to buy a driving game, that's I'd buy that. Mm. Okay. Cool. Cool. 
Alright then, Adam, what have you been playing? Uh, <coughs> I've been dabbling with a few things. I've been going through a bit of a gaming fugue state of, of late. Um, not really into anything, yeah. but I, I, I decided to, to go through my pile of shame and I uh, dug out um, Sang Freud. Or Sanquad. Oh. I don't know exactly oh, how you pronounce yeah. it. Um, yeah, I've heard and it's this. Really, I think I've got it, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think most people probably have got it in the Steam somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, an indie game from last year. Uh, and it's a nice little mashup of, of, of different styles. It's um, uh, it's a game about um, two brothers who are, trying to def- who are defending their sister in uh, uh, this hut in the Canadian outback basically and sort of snowy foresty terrain Um, and basically every night they are increasingly beset by waves of wolves werewolves and mykans who are these uh, kind of magically enhanced versions of uh, werewolves and so on uh, because of because of a, an evolving story that's going on the on the ground and in the background, which is pretty much just a, a Deus Ex machine of throwing more werewolves at you. Um, yeah. So there's a cycle where um, you you defend yourself during the night, and then during the day you lay traps and tool up, and go into town and get more ammunition and and upgrade your weapons and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's kind of it's it's kind of part tower defense, part strategy, part whack him in the face with an axe uh, um up um <laughs> which is and, and it's and it's just kind of good fun you know the thing is that it's it's all set around uh like the early 1900s so you know you, there's no assault rifle or anything you you fire a musket which has to be reloaded after every shot um cool. so you can get so um but there's a really that they've, they've played with lots of little nice mechanics in the game so um uh, one of the big mechanics they're playing with is the fear factor so depending on how many wolves are facing you and what kind of wolves or werewolf mixes they are um they they may be more or less frightened of you and when when your fear factor is the same as theirs they will attack you but if you can keep their fear factor higher than yours then they'll keep their ground and you know pace around you and stuff um during which time you can um you know reload your musket and take aim and fire and you can do headshots and stuff like that um but sooner or later they will they will come and attack you, and you can oh, you can set fires, which increase <clears> the fear factor as well. But all of these traps cost action points, which you spend during the, the setup phase, if you like. Um, oh, right. And I've never, I've never really found a time. You know, with, with a lot of these strategy games, there comes a point where you've kind of crested the curve of of the economy, if you like, and you've got either bags of money or bags of points or stuff, and you can just ah, yeah, fuck it, I'll just put five of these and six of them and one of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm about halfway through. It's not. It's not a massive game. Um, I think I'm at level ten or eleven, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really sort of struggling. The strategies. Uh, the, the every night they come in waves, and you might have two or three different waves, and the map expands over the course of the game as the story unfolds. You unlock new bits of the map, and each bit of the map has got a different building in it that has to be defended. So right. um, your strategy then becomes about because of the tools available to you, you know where the wolves are going to spawn and, and where they're going to attack, what their target is. <clears throat> but you can like use firewalls to block off bits of the terrain and lay traps to slow them down or lay bait that they will then come and feed on. And when you've got three of them on this spike trap, a huge set of spikes comes up from the ground and impales them all. Um, but yeah. you've got to balance laying the traps around with actually bombing around the map. And you can use towers and stuff to get across, like zip lines. Um, and as the, basically, every few levels, you get new tools and stuff to do. And it's really, 
it's the first game in ages that I've stopped and I've had to, you know when I've stopped playing it I'm, I'm thinking on the bus about you know mm, that didn't go so well that one I, what, what did I do <laughs> wrong because you're stressed because yeah. you have a plan like okay the first wave I've got to defend it. I'll, I'll funnel them all into this thing using firewalls and I'll I'll basically just chop them up here and I'll save my traps for the laser wave where the big ones are coming but different wolves and different mycans and stuff they're immune to different traps and so you can't use the same trap for everything else and it, it, it's really quite nicely put together um, and I've just enjoyed it because it's just a change of pace I'm not running around shooting anyone in the face or flying a spaceship I'm not it's not a fucking 120 hour marathon game that I'm never going to see the back of it's yeah. just a little compact story where you just have to use your brain um, and then when when the chips are down and they've evaded all your traps because you laid them in the wrong place because you're an idiot, um, then it's you have to try and smash them in the face with an axe until before they smash down your church or something. Um, so it's got it's the real mashup of styles is really nice. I think it was nominated for the best <clears throat> indie video game category last year or something. I think it was one of Eurogamer's like best of the year or yeah. something. One I, of the guys on there, Christian Donnell, I think he. I mean, you know, if you've got if you've got loads of stuff on your plate, then I'm not going to say you know drop everything and go and play it. But I think it's worth if you if you're in one of those kind of moods as we all are sometimes, just like don't really know what what to play. It's worth yeah. checking out. I mean, every Steam sale is on there for about two quid or something, and it's it's worth two quid of anyone's money in my opinion. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. The art style is <coughs> very cartoony. The voice acting is not great, if I'm honest, um, and the plot is a little bit on the silly side but you know there's a the devil is trying to take over a set. But, but you know like I said that's the deus ex machine if you're getting you just to lay the traps and fight the fight the stuff that's going on but yeah I, w- I would recommend it if you haven't got anything better on your plate it's well worth a little bit of time I would say there's a demo on Steam as well if you're not sure but yeah, uh, yeah it's all always going cheap um, reminds me a bit of like giants maybe the fact that there's like a strategy <laughs> element and you're also yep. sort of take you're also sort of manually taking part sort of yeah exactly in exactly. an action sort of role it's as just well. nice to but, try and you know you've got because of limited resources um I've, I've never felt super rich so i've had to manage i've had to manage what i'm uh, what i'm using and, and because it's single shot stuff you know you buy your bullets individually you don't get like a mag full of 30 armor werewolf piercing clips you know no. you can get silver bullets you can go and get you can go to the convent and get your bullets blessed by a nun who will who then who then makes it effective against werewolves does extra damage and stuff um and uh, oh yeah and you can you can use your scent you can see which way the wind is blowing and you can use your scent to lure werewolves away from certain areas like they'll smell you and then they'll, they'll come hunting for you which is good for luring them into more traps um cool. so yeah like yeah giants isn't a bad Sort of, you can see the, some of the DNA in that kind of play because it, like I said, it's a mashup of a, a number of different things, um, and uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun and quite different. So, do you have to be like really sort of? Is time quite a factor then? Because you've only you've got well, a certain amount of time to plan, or is that almost turn based? You can spend like, as long as you like planning. Effectively, the day for, you know during the day you can you can lay all your traps, you can recover them all if you've wanted a different thing you can go to the town and buy more gear you can sell stuff you're not under any pressure to lay stuff out within a certain time frame but once you've laid your traps and you say begin the night you can't mm. do any more you can't lay any more traps so basically either everything goes to plan or it doesn't or it, or it <laughs> goes to hell doesn't quite often actually yeah. well, it does for me anyway but um it's quite good fun 
you know, because the thing is, you can lay, you, you can say when you have to lay these traps, it's like, well, <clears> this is what I hope is going to happen, and they're going to come this way, and I'm going to put them in there. But then inevitably, you don't get all the walls you wanted to get, and you don't, you, some of the way will slip through, and you've got to improvise, and mm. um, that's where. Uh, that's where half the fun is. It's trying to get your strategy for the whole night back on track. So you improvise for one wave, and then hopefully the second wave will go more to plan. But then, you know, normally you've got to be somewhere else on the map, so you've got to get there as quick as possible to get to a certain point and set up your next ambush and stuff. So yeah, it's quite tense once, once it all goes on. But it's uh, it's just it's really good fun. Cool. Well, uh, I have mostly been playing uh, The Witcher, still playing that and GTA 5. I think I'm about halfway through both of them, and I've just had to sort of give in to my usual thing where I have to just play one game till I finish it because both these games are just too fantastic. I'm, you know, I'm I'm equally pining to play but either one. Um, I'm loving The Witcher, um, the whole sort of... Just, I forgot about how sort of gothic horror it is like and the fact that like they they riff off all these old like nursery rhymes and stuff and uh, all that kind of like folklore and stuff that true blood kind of used to do a little bit of um uh, all that sort of crazy fantasy and i just love the density of the game because like uh dragon age was so sparse <coughs> compared in which are your like constantly t- stories you know even the smallest incidental character is just you, always sorry. delivering like awesome dialogue do you mean yeah, inquisition on. for the dragon age i mean yeah okay uh in dragon age it was all like you had to read everything right. pretty much apart from the course and the cat and the companions in the witcher like everyone's got something to say even the smallest like little child <clears> who's <throat> you know it's just brilliant um, so yeah, the density of content in there is mind blowing, um, and I'm loving the whole uh, switching between the three characters in GTA. I've uh, been playing a bit of that online. Haven't done any heists yet, although Radders was kind enough to uh, uh, take me through the whole buying my apartment thing. Excellent. Um, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm level eleven now, so <coughs> I've only got one level to go. Um, I also, I also, um, sorry, I'm being greedy here, but I'm, I'm not gonna ask for any more time um but yeah i I had a little look i had a little look of uh elite power play uh i i only played i've only sat down with it once it's really interesting it's kind of overwhelming like they throw quite a lot of stuff at you uh in terms of like how you deal with like control and expansion and everything um but to me i think ultimately it's just another layer on top of the the skeleton of elite uh that that just gives you more to do really um uh you can get involved in all the conquest stuff but you, it's not something you can just sit down of an evening and really get your head around you sort of need yeah. you need to be really invested in it i think to get anything out of it um and yeah you get like so you're doing missions but you're getting um you know they've over, it's basically like they've overhauled the reputation system so you're you're grinding rep at the same time as making money so it's kind of a bit more efficient i guess okay. to do that um i've allied with um devour i think one of the ones that gives you a bon- uh, bonus on bounty hunting i figured that would make sense because that's mostly what i've been doing he's uh, he's one of the empire guys isn't he no it's one of the girls it's oh no it's lavini it's uh a, 
I might be I might be getting it wrong. There's two of them. They've got the same name, not the same surname. Okay. But anyway, is it the Kafuki um, Bums? Is it them? Yeah, it's that <laughs> lot. Yeah. <Kafuki Bums. laughs> um, yeah. So I've 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 just been like I've just had those three games on rotation almost. I'm not really elite, but um, yeah, the only game I've kind of been the only other new game I suppose that I haven't already talked about is a uh, Fallout Shelter which is the mobile game that Bethesda released for iOS during their E3 conference. And uh, it's basically Tiny Tower, but you're <laughs> digging down. <laughs> you're digging down, and it's much more nicely presented, to be honest. Uh, it's really nice 3D, reminds me of the base bits of XCOM. Um, but it's quite amusing, because basically <laughs> they have fallouted it massively, um so it's quite well thought out uh i think the way that uh radiation and health uh work is gonna f- be is taken directly from fallout 4 um so uh yeah you, you basically try and attract people to your bunker uh and um and make them have babies and uh put them to work and yeah they just exist but it's kind of like and it's all about just trying to keep them all happy um because yeah, it doesn't take long for them to get a little bit sort of peed off with the whole situation. To be honest, because you're stuck underground after the bombs have gone off. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just started my second vault today because the first one just went horribly wrong. Everyone hates me, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's quite a nice little mobile diversion uh, to for when I don't have any connectivity to play Hearthstone. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, yeah, that's it. And that's. And that's about all I've been playing. Um, I, I'm, yeah. I must. I would like to just say about the heists in GTA Online. Um, of they course, are, yeah. They are one of the best gaming experiences I've probably had, to be honest. Um, they, really? The, the, the way they're strung together, the genuine stress and anxiety with the final one, uh, where you've got deadlines and everybody has to be in the right place at the right time to pull stuff off, and... It, the shit hits the fan in ways that you don't expect, that you aren't briefed on, and you just have to deal with it. Uh, they're they're just awesome. <clears throat> they are really awesome. Obviously, they take a while to get through, and finding the right people to play them with can be a bit of a chore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not um, not played the heist as I said, but when like you've got a mission where you've got to get in a plane, and fucker just gets in the plane and fucks off. It's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. We'll just um, we'll just stay here then. And if you've if you've had to reinstall GTA Five recently, it's sixty gig. It took me t- two days on a hundred meg connection, um, and yeah, it's, it's I'm, still I'm, crashing. That's a bit of a why? Why? Why did it take so long? Um, I don't. Well, it's the Rockstar delivery method, which is somewhat unique in its tardiness and shitness. <laughs> uh, and it's sixty gig, uh, and frequently it'll just slow to a crawl. Um, not downloading any dwarf porn or anything, it will just grind to a halt. Um, Can I recommend something that I've been using because I, I generally play games off my solid state when possible. Mm-hmm. But because GTA is such a massive bastard of a game, yeah. uh, I uh, I use a, uh, an app called Steam Mover that you can use to edit the junction points or whatever they're called, and you can push the game from one drive to another quite easily without having to 
uninstall it and reinstall it again. Right. Okay. So I don't know if that if that help, might help maybe, but I've been using it just because I don't have room on, like on my solid state. So, <laughs> but no, no it's, it's yeah. Well, I, it's it's taken up like over half of my solid yeah, yeah. state drive. Yeah. So I just was like, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing what aliens like, and uh, uh, so um, yeah, because I've been shopping. Um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I had no room on my solid state drive, so yeah. So, so that's yeah, if you if you're doing the online <coughs> stuff and you haven't got to the heists yet, and you can find four people that <coughs> three other people that will play it with you, I'm playing with <laughs> Red Tech for the show, and we have it for the two of us. I think it's probably funnier than the experience we had with Portal Two, where we just got to a point where we couldn't breathe from laughing. Some of the shit that happens in this game is just yeah. hilarious absolutely hilarious yeah um and i'm ashamed to say that about a gta game because i remember not so long ago <clears throat> i was on the oh it's a granny murdering simulator bandwagon but it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just a beautiful funny game it's not a bandwagon it's a noble <clears throat> cause ian is it <laughs> right what's hilarious is, what the is calling well, it this week okay <laughs> <laughs> No, but it is even the time. I've not done any of the heist with you yet, Ian. But we have played a bit, and yeah. like that that bit where we were all in the car, yeah. and you were in the front driving, and we're all in first person, and there's like me and Matt in the back, and you and Radders in the front, and we're all like pointing our guns at each other, and it's like, yes. are we there yet? And, and that's not even <laughs> part of the game. That's us just fucking around no. in the world. And for me, that's always the best kind of yeah. games, like with uh, Loki's minions, when many many years ago, or whichever, like a grapple hook game in Quake Two, where. You and I, Adam, <clears throat> we were just grappling to the top of the building and then just jumping off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not part of the game. It's just something well, no. you could do. Yeah, yeah it's emergent gameplay. That's Early absolutely. days of emergent gameplay. We were trying to, we were trying to, we jumped off and then we tried to launch our grapples so that we wouldn't hit the ground and, and splat. If I seem to remember correctly, yeah. Try and try and timing the grappling so we would. I, I'm also pretty sure, back up. sure we were not of our right minds at the time. <laughs> we were. We were not of our right minds at all. <laughs> always for the best that was funny can I just ask yeah. about this GTA stuff yeah uh, okay uh, because uh, my abhorrence of the uh, medium aside mm. um, playing the multiplayer stuff is there yes. do you have to have I don't know how this works you have to have leveled a character somewhat is it is it gated by that or can you just buy the okay, game so and play with everybody or what there is there's like a lobby which is the normal game world and you can yeah. just drive around that and shoot people which is bloody annoying but can be bloody funny uh, but, but yeah. it uses a sanity system so the more people you shoot your sanity decreases and at some point you'll get a bounty on you for having just killed randoms in the lobby world if you like it's an enormous world it's the full game world so you can just get some mates in and go down to the beach and drive people over or just go for a drive in a car and earn XP doing that um, and that's that's a beautiful thing to do definitely however what makes it really work is there are a ton of game types that are either available as glowing blue uh, circles in the world. You can just walk into and it will say, you can start this mission here, or you can choose them from a menu. And I think there's probably hundreds of these different missions. And you can make more. <clears throat> you can make your own. There's different game types. There's deathmatch and team de deathmatch and all that bollocks, but the races and the more specific missions, which are... Uh, there's the, the Lost, who are the biker gang from GTA 4. They've stolen something, and you need to go and f destroy three of their vans to find the thing that they've stolen. And or the, vans, the person. <laughs> yeah, and the vans will just be driving around the world. And so your team of two or four or 12 have to split into their own teams and start 
taking their own thing out and there'll be a timer running. So this is quite good when there's 12 people who don't know each other because if you're, if you've just, if you're on a PC, buy a fucking mic for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's people who have mics and who are not afraid to go, let's go this way. You, you quickly form these quite good units of people working together, which I was extremely surprised about. I'm quite used to that from Battlefield and Red, orchestra and planet side and stuff but i just wasn't expecting that with gta at all but you get it all the time we've got lo- we've made loads of friends radders and i who you know oh, this guy will be a dick and then 20 minutes later he's on your friends list because he saved your life when a helicopter's about to land about to land on you or something um yeah. so it, it, it the, there's a lot of diverse missions some of them are, are available at the start some of them become more available when you as you level up but Right, okay. The, the lobby system uh, for the missions is you, somebody starts one and they advertise it in the world they're currently in, so anybody can join that mission. So if you're a level one, you can join any mission. You may not yeah. have decent guns and stuff, but you, it's, you're not, you don't have to level for hours to access the content. Okay. And you keep leveling as well. The cap is like ludicrous, or is, the, is there even a cap? Not really sure. Just Fairly sure. There's, there's a fair amount of hacking going on at the moment, including lovely people giving you bags of cash. Thanks everyone that did that. I've spent it wisely. <laughs> um, but there's other. There's a lot of people can spawn UFOs and massive mountains in the middle of the city, and that's a little bit tedious. But that, it's being fixed. Um, uh, yeah, it's even for even just to pop in for twenty minutes. I'm just finding it a great experience. Really lovely. Just driving it, around the city. It's cities. a very, yeah, it's a very like easy sort of five minute fix. Yeah. Uh, but you could also play it for hours. Um, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed the uh, race we did in where it was like just round that track. Um, and like there was people in there just weren't even racing, just sat there with a rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. This, just <coughs> taking pot shots. The, the, it's like, it just went completely yeah. mad max. As, like. as, well as, the, as well as the different hundreds of missions, you can also make your own races. So there is a race, uh, like a level editor that lets you, lets you make a race anywhere in the world and you can build ramps up to the sky and all kinds of weird shit. And they're all really funny. But for me and probably for Adders and for a lot of other people, there is a race around a, like a, a, a very small racetrack. So it's just, it's like Indy 500. <clears throat> yeah. or NASCAR and you just go round in a circle round in a circle um, but you and can, it's like you can with get Mario weapons. Kart there's, style pickups and stuff yeah there's different kinds of race game modes you can have a normal race where you can crash into each other a non-contact race a team version of those and a GTA race where you get these power-ups like Wipeout that will give you rockets or speed or repair you and for some reason on this tiny little track this becomes the most hilarious thing ever <laughs> Especially when there's 30 people on this tiny little track. Very quickly, people who are racing will give up and start going the other way because they just don't fucking care anymore. And they just want to kill (laughs) as many people as they can. And it it is just hilarious. If you turn the police on, the police get on the track as well. You've then got 30 bikes and cars mixed with all these idiotic AI police driving around the track (laughs) the wrong way, getting out of the cars, trying to shoot you, somebody running them over, then being tossed in the air, landing in front of you, your bike goes over them, you've jumped out of the circuit completely, you have to restart at the last checkpoint. It's just hilarious. I can't. I quite liked how I was was on, like, in a 4x4, like, Bigfoot uh, sort of truck, and and the fuckers in the go karts go right under your wheels and flip you over. (laughs) Yes. Fuckers. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, oh, I know what vehicle I'm spawning as next. Uh, it's def- yeah, it's- for me and Radders, it's definitely become our BF4 replacement, where we would play BF4 every week. 
and now all we're playing is GTA 5 online and that's been since it came out really whenever we yeah. look up that's all we're playing so cool yeah it's good yeah it's awesome this has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Uh, music by Miracle of Sound. And that's all for Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye-bye. 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 You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.